The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Yoma has been dedicated in memory of Mazal Bat Esther Baghdadi and Yosef Ben Mazal Baghdadi by their family. Ruach Hashem Tanihem Began Eden. Amen. Daf Chafchet. Today's daf is being studied by the Nishmat Abraham Ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Tanihem Began Eden. Amen. Today's daf is being studied by the Nishmat Moshe Ben Miriam. Mr. Mohiri Alava Shalom during the week of his Yotzite. Ruah Hashem Tanihenu Began Aiden. Amen. We are beginning today on Davchaf Zayin Amud Bet, and we will begin starting with the Vika de Amre, the Aleph Dalit, <coughs> two lines from the bottom. Let's just review <coughs> where we're holding in this sugya. In yesterday's daf we had a statement of Rabbi Yohanan. Zar shesider tamaracha hayav mita. A zar, a stranger, meaning a non-kohen that set up the mizbeach, the maracha. So he said that he's hayav mita. So we said that he has to take it apart, and another kohen goes and uh, resets it. So Rabbi Zera in the first lashon asked the question on Rabbi Yohanan. He said, "What do you mean?" How could you tell me he's going to be Hayab Mita? We have a rule that says that any avodah that's keshera balayla is not pasul bezar. And since the ma'aracha can be done at night, how could you tell me that azar is going to be Hayab Mita? And then the Gemara's conclusion was that you're right. You have to change the be Yohanan's statement. Instead of the ma'aracha, you have to say it's talking about Shenei Gizirei Meaning a zal that set up the Shenei Gizirei The two words that they put on the Mizbeach after the Ma'arakha So it's going to be Hayab Mitan Of course that is Avodat Yom And since it's Avodat Yom it is subject to the uh, Psul of a zal That was the Gemaraz Lashon According to the first Derech Now today we start the Vika de Amre so the Bizera had a different question against the Yohanan. In the first Ashon, his question was, what are you talking about? It's Avodat Laila. Avodat Laila is no psul of Azar. According to this version, it's, It's a different question. How could you tell me that the Zar that puts the wood on the Ma'anacha is going to be Hayab Mitah? Seemingly that's an avodah that's followed by an avodah, meaning it's not avodah tama. We learned on Dafchav Dalid that to be hayav, an avodah, v'azarakarev yumat, it has to be avodah tama. It has to be a final service, not followed by a, another service. So Rabbi Zerah saying, what are you talking? The ma'arakha, she's they're setting the wood on the ma'arakha, is followed by the uh, putting of the uh, korban on the, uh, on the mizbayah. And that's uh, considered an avodah that's followed by an avodah. We never found that an avodah that's followed by an avodah should be hayab by a zar. So that's the Bizarra's question. So the difference in the first lashon and the second lashon. In the first lashon, the Bizarra's question was, it was going with avodah laila. That was his issue. Meaning, Malachah is done at night. We never find the zar is pasu for an avodah that's done at night. According to this version, no, he's not hitting it from avodah laila. He's hitting it from, it's an avodah that's followed by an avodah. Meaning his issue in the second lashon is avodah tamah. So to, to that, the Gemara says, what are you talking about? I'll show you that we do find an Avodah that's followed by an Avodah, and still a Zad is going to be Hayav, which means the Gemara now is going to challenge the Bizarah's premise. Evarim Ufdarim, question mark. What do you mean, Evarim Ufdarim, that's the bones that they place on the Mizbayah at night. The limbs, they have them burning the whole night. And it is followed by what? The mitzvah of Terumat Adishin, which is an avodah, which is followed by an avodah. And still we said on Dafkav Dalid that Ebarim uh, Ufdarim, the haktara of the uh, bones on the mitzvah, Vizar does it, is Hayav Mita. So you see, Rabbi Zara, you do have a avodah followed by an avodah, and still you have a Hayav Mita. So Tarat Gavara says, Sof Avodah Dimamahi. 
The Gemara says, no, we consider Haktara the end of the service of the day. It's not considered a service at night, it's considered the end of the daily service when they brought the Qurban. What is this answer exactly? So in order to appreciate the Shaklavit Tariyav, this Gemara, I'd like to read the Tosafot inside with you. Rashi does not have this Girsa. I want to point out that she right away on the top that she varimufdarim lo garsinan dechuda hak girsa. So let's take out all these words. Devarim utrumat adeshinacha. Deamanin lo degabe pluktayu derav levi ba'avodah she'en achare avodah. Which means he says we solved this dilemma already. Adaf kavdalad. He says evarim mufdarim and we're going to ask utrumat adeshin. It's considered avodah tamah. We did that discussion on Daf Kavdalin, and therefore there's no reason for the Gemara to even ask from these items that already we solved it. I mean, even according to um, Rav, Rav held that Turumat Adeshen, Azar is not Hayav on. Not because it's not avodah tamah, because it's avodah siluk, because you're taking something off the Mizbeh. But Mitzad avodah tamah, everybody agreed that these items are avodah tamah. So when she says, the reason why the Gemara put it in here is Agav Shetfeh, meaning since in the last Shekla Vetariyav, the first Lashon, these were already questions, so the Gemara threw it in here, you know, uh, as part of the second Lashon, even though the Chawra really does not make any sense to put it here, because already the question was already solved. So therefore Rabbi Zerah's question stands. How could you tell me that a Maharacha, you're going to be Hayab if you're a Zad? What are you talking about? It's Avodah that's followed by an Avodah. That's Rabbi Zerah's question. But according to the Tosafot, he does have this Girsa. So let's read the Tosafot together inside and see exactly how the question and the answer is. We're doing the Tosafot, Ika de Amre. It's on the bottom of Chavzayin. Ika de Amri Matkifla Rabbi Zeran. Nereli lefaresh de Adelayel Kai. That this Ika de Amri is going back on the Amar of Yohanan. Zar she sider tama arakha hayaf. Good. Ve'akshile Rabbi Zeran. Rabbi Zeran asked. Ve'chiyesh lecha avodash keshera balayla. Ufsula bezar, right? In the first uh, lashon, the Bizra said, "Hey, it's avodah balayla. When they ever find an avodah laila, that's um, that a uh, zar is pasul." The hashtag kama. Now in this version, it's a different question. Ika de amre de ha akshul the Bizra. This was the Bizra's question. Vechiyesh lecha avodah sheish arhe avodah kiha sheish agares sidush shenegi zire etzim. Ah. Which means over here the ma'arakha, what, what, what do you do right after the setting up of the ma'arakha, of the pyre of the mizbayah? You put the two woods, the shneh, gizir etzim. That's the final uh, stage. So it's an avodah, ma'arakha, which is followed by an avodah. So the bizirah says, do you ever find a zar pasul, an avodah, followed by an avodah, by, by an avodah? Umitamea gemara atkafta de bizirah. The gemara now in its question is going to challenge the bizirah's attack. Nabi said, like, you're questioning, did you ever find it? Yeah, we found it. How? Velo, velo, and it's not so. Ve'are evarim perush. Atu kol ki aigavna, lav avodat tamahi. He says, we're asking on Nabi, on Nabi Zira. We're saying, why, you don't consider this avodat tamah? Which means you're questioning that, what are you talking about? This is avodah, sheesh are avodah. The Gibran is going to challenge, what are you talking about? It's not considered avodah. She is shahari avodah. How? Vare evarim ufdarim. Okay, the burning of the bones. The, I'm in the first uh, wide line of the Tosafot. The afalgav the yesh aharem terumat Yes, granted. It is followed by terumat meaning the cleaning of the ashes. She zikukal ikul evarim ufdarim. And really it is connected. Because what, what ashes are you taking off the Mizbayah? The ashes of the... Meat that was burnt and the bones that were burnt. So there's a connection between Akhtarat Evadim Muftarim and Tumat Adeshin. It's the ashes of the stuff that was burnt. Kedikhtiv, he aula al mokeda. Behainu Evadim Muftarim, Uchtiv Batre, Evadim Metadeshin, Ashetukhala Esh, Etaona, Alma, Afalgab, the Tumat Adeshin, Zekukala. Even though the Tumat Adeshin is connected, obviously, it's hinged on. The Evarim of Darim that were burnt. The Gemar Avodat Ikud Evarimi. And the Chaura, it is the end, it is the finality of Haktara. Afidu Hache, Hashiva Avodatama. But still, with all that, it's considered 
עבודתמה, מינינג הקטנה איז עבודתמה, וזר חייב עליה. כיוון דאיברים ובדרים, what's the reason? זמנם מתחיל מבעוד יום. Because since, when does Ibarim Uftarim, when does that mitzvah start to burn the uh, bones on the mitzvah? It starts, maybe Ojom, it starts from the day. Meaning you bring the Qurbanot during the day and you start burning the meats and the, the, the bones, etc. on the mitzvah. The Iba'im Maktarla Itmol, if you wanted to bring it the day before, Iba'im Maktilu Balayla, you can bring it in the day, you can bring it in the night. However, Utrumat Adeshin, Zmana ena ela balayla. Which is when is the Tumat edition done? It's only done at night. So that's the setup of the question. We're telling you that we know fact. Haktarat evarim uftarim is considered avodatama. Even though it's followed by a Tumat edition, which the Kharat Tumat edition is hinged on. The Evarim of Darim, but still considered Why? Because this is done in the day, and this is done by night, and therefore they're considered separate uh, actions. So the Gemara's question is called Sheken Sidur Maracha, or the more so the setting of the Maracha, Kevan Dizmanar Rak Balayla. Setting up the Maharaka, the Mizbeh is only done at night. Kedichtim al-Mokedah, the Mizbeh al-Kod al-Layla. Uminen afkalan l'kaman, sidur Maharaka, v'sidur shenegezer e'isim, lo'abya ela bimama. And the setting of the shenegezer e'isim is only in the day. Kedichtim u'bi'ir alayha kohen e'isim b'boker. Uminen afkalan l'kaman, sidur shenegezerim, t'edav ka'avodat yom, sh'yesh ahariya avodah, lo chashiv. Which means the Gemara is saying like this Over here by the case of the Ma'araka It's even better than the case of Aktarat Evarim Uvdarim Because Aktarat Evarim Uvdarim You could do it in the day, you could do it in the night Mashi'enken, this said that the Ma'araka is dafka done in the night And the next day, which means in the morning you do Shnei Gezire Aitzim The follow-up of the Ma'araka is what? Shnei Gezire Aitzim And therefore, Kol Sheken that should be considered Avodat Tammah Which means, if you're considering Avodat Tammah By the Haktarat Evarim Uvdarim That can be done at night But it's still considered Avodat Tammah Why? Because it's really done in the day, and Tirumat Adeshin is done by night, so therefore it's different time zones, so to speak. So therefore, you call that Avodat Tamah, called Shekin, this should be considered Avodat Tamah, because this is definitely done in different time zones. Because the setting of the Maraka can only be done at night, and the Shinekin Zeritim can only be done in the day. So therefore, they're challenging the Bizera. What are you talking about? Avodah, Shish, Ahare, Avodah? This is not Avodah. Shish, Ahare, Avodah? On the contrary, just like Evarim Uvdarim is considered Avodat Tamah, certainly the case of the Ma'araka should be considered what? Avodat Tamah. Oh, so where do you have Avodah, Ahari Avodah? So Tosfot's going to tell us that's only in same time zones. For example, continue Tosfot. The Davka Avodat Yom, Sheyesh Ahariya Avodat Yom, Hashiv Tamah, Kegon Kabbalah, והולכה שיש אחריה זריחה ואידי ואידי עבודת יום נינו when you have the same services in the same day so then already you have a problem of עבודת תמה however אבל חדה בלילה וחדה ביום but if you have one service in the day and one service in the night or the opposite נמה שפיר עבודת תמה for sure it's עבודת תמה so that's the Gemara's question according to the Tosafot again I repeat again the style of the Shaklavet Tariyah Kodot Tosafot is like before we get to the answer. The Bizera came along and said, what are you talking about? Ma'arachaz, Hayab, Fazar sets it up. It's Avodah, Sheyesh Ahariya Avodah. So the Gibbara says, what? The Bizera? You think this is called Avodah, Sheyesh Ahariya Avodah? No way. For sure this is Avodah Tamah. How? How do you know for sure? Because Hadeh Evarim Uvdarim. If you consider Haktarat Evarim Uvdarim Avodah Tamah, Meaning, even though it can be done at night, right? It can be done at night, but what? 
Still you're telling me that when it's followed by Turumat tradition, it's Avodat Why? Because since it starts in the day. Kol Sheken, the Ma'arakah, which can only be done at night, and the Shnei Gizri, which can only be done by day, certainly that's Avodat Tamah. So that means, what are you challenging Rabbi Yohanan? So to that, the Gemara answers, and we read in the Tosafot, Umeshane, Sof Avodat Dimama. That we look at Haktarat Evarim Uvdarim as the end of the daily service. Le'olam Sidur Ma'arakha Lav Avodat Tamah. Really, I'll tell you, the Bizra's question is a question. Setting up the Ma'arakha is not considered Avodat Tamah. Kevan Shiesh Achara Sidur Shene Gizidin Da'avu Gemara Sidur. Because really the end of the Ma'arakha finishes with the Shene Gizidin like Rabbi Zira's question. And therefore, the Chaura Azar should not be Hayab. Then even though it's in different time zones, that doesn't matter. Oh, so you question from Evarim of Darim. Shani Atam, Titrumat Adeshin Lo Shaykhala. Trumat Adeshin is not connected to Evarim of Darim. The Ena Gmar Abodata, Vetefelala. The Adraba Haalat Evarim Atzma Tefelal Ligmar Avodat Yom Shelefanei, which means like this. In our question, we were assuming that the Haktarat Evarim Uvdarim is connected to what's after it. It's connected to Tirmat Adeshim. Correct. Mm-hmm. Now we're saying no. The Evarim Uvdarim is connected to what's before it. It's considered the end of Avodat Yom, and therefore it's got no connection to. The story of Turumat Adesha, which means, forget about our promise of time zones. He says, I don't care if you have a uh, 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 that's done at night, and a Shnei Gizri'atim that's done by day. By the way, they're connected. The end of the setting up of the Ma'araka is by Shnei Gizri'atim. And therefore, the Bisa's question is valid. Aye, it's not Avodah Tamah, Hakir Zarbi Hayav. And don't bring me a question from Ivarim Uvdarim. Because Evarim Uvdarim is not followed by Turumat Adeshim. Meaning Turumat Adeshim is not the end of Haktarat Evarim Uvdarim. If anything, exactly, if anything, Haktarat Evarim Uvdarim is the end of the daily service. It's the end of the bringing of the Qurban Ola. But it's got no connection. We're not going to make the Haktarat Evarim Uvdarim the first process of what's coming after it. We look at it as the last process would come... Before it, and therefore it's the end of Avodat Yom. That's why it's considered Avodat Tamah. However, the Ma'arakha is connected to the Shnei Yisrael that follows it. Uh, so the Mizrah's question is a question. So that's the first Shakla uh, Vetariah uh, over here. So the Gemara then says on the second line, and keep one finger on the Tosafot, and one finger on the Gemara second line. V'areh, Question mark. Same style question. What's your premise? You're asking on the Ma'arakha that it's not considered Avodat Tamah? What are you talking? Terumat Adeshin, we consider Avodat Tamah. Let's read it inside. Tosfot. Terumat Adeshin, Hotzat Adeshin. Now, there's two services. There's Haramat Adeshin, that's taking the shovel's worth of Ashes off the Mizbeah on the eastern side of the Kevish. And then you have another process called Hotsa'at Adeshin. That's when the Mizbeah became filled with ashes. So it was like maintenance. You had to clean up the ashes off the Mizbeah and bring it out. So Turumat Adeshin is usually followed by Hotsa'at Adeshin. Now, the Hashiva Avodah, the Pasil Ba'ale Mumin. Now, Hotsa'at Adeshin, if you remember, according to Rabbi Eliezer, he held that it was an avodah. Hotzat Adeshin is indeed a uh, a service, and therefore uh, we said, "What well, you need the begadim," and that's why he said also it's pasul for uh, for a uh, a kohen pasul, a kohen pasul balmum cannot do the avodah because it is considered an avodah. Now, so he says like this: zar chayav aleha lelevi. Oh, by, by, by Tirumat Adeshin. I'm sorry, I repeat. By Tirumat Adeshin, we consider it an Avodah. Meaning, uh, it's considered a service, and that's why we learned that according to the Bili if a 
if a pasul wants to do turmat adeshin, he cannot. Why? Because Now, even though we said according to Levi, turmat adeshin was done by a zar, hayav mita. Now, by the way, even according to Rav, Rav would have held also it's hayav mita only because it's avodat siluk. It's not. Remember, Rav held avodat siluk is not considered hayav mita. But everybody agreed that turmat adeshin was considered avodah. Tama. That wasn't the argument. So he says, But everybody calls it Avodat Tama. So Tosfur goes on, It's followed by Hotsa'ah. How could you call it Avodat Tama? Eli, what do you have to say? Back to that principle. Since Trumat Adeshin can only be done by day, and the can be done whenever you want. You can do it by night, and you can do it by day. Ikri Shapir, if you're telling me that Turumat Tadeshir is considered Avodat Tama, even though, why? Because it's followed by Hotsa'a, even though the Hotsa'a can be done at night, or can be done in the day, and still you're saying that it's considered Avodat Tama, which can only be done by night, and it's followed by Gizideh, that can only be done by day, different time zones, called Sheken, it's going to be considered Avodat Tama. So the Bizarah, what are you asking? The Bizarah is like, oh, Avodah, Sheshachari, Avodah. What are you talking about? Tarat Gibara answers, no, Tehilat Avodah Dimamahi. Hotsa'at Adeshin is considered the beginning of, or Tirumat Adeshin, I should say, is considered the beginning service of the day. What's the Gibara's answer? Meaning like this. I thought the outside of the movie in the Tosafot. Hotsa'at Adeshin was not done every day. Hotsa'at edition was done periodically when the Mizbayah needed to be uh, cleaned off. Uh, but it was not a daily service. And therefore, nine out of ten times, for example, what was done after Turmat edition? The beginning of the daily service, which was not Hotsa'at edition. So nine out of ten times, Turmat edition is really considered Avodat Tamah. Which is, I don't, don't ask me a question that it's Avodah Tama even though it's followed by Hotzat Adeshin. Hotzat is not connected to Tirumat Adeshin. Because Hotzat Adeshin doesn't always follow Tirumat Adeshin. Masha'enken, Shinegisire, Etzim, always follows the Maracha. I don't care if it's in a different time zone, one's in the night and one's in the day. Still, the Bizra's question is what? It should be considered Avodah Sheena Tama. Avodah is followed by Avodah. Therefore, how could you say, is going to be Hayav. So that's the uh, question from So bottom line, the Gemara is, was trying to invalidate the Bizera's premise, but the Gemara cannot invalidate it, meaning his question, his question remains. I just read that in the Tosafot, I'm reading Kilomar, one, two, three, four, five, six lines from the bottom of the Tosafot, Umeshani, Tehilat Avodadi Mamai, Kilomar, Hotsa'ah lo shaykhala. Hotsa'ah is not connected to Tirumat Adeshin. Velo gamar avodatai. The Tirumat Adeshin. It's not the end of the avodat Tirumat Adeshin. Dehi tehilat avodat yom. Because Tirumat Adeshin, if anything, is followed by the service in the day. Dehiba'e lo avid shum avodat achareha. Which means, because if you want, you only have to do the Hotsa'ah. Ela avodat yom. Which means you only did it when you need it, like we learned in Perik Bet of Tamid. Fine. So therefore the Gemara is saying, do not ask me a question from Turumat Adesh. Because really Turumat Adesh is considered Avodat Tamah, because it's not connected to Hotsah, meaning the next thing that you do for, after Turumat Adesh is the service of the morning, which is not connected to Turumat Adesh. And therefore, don't tell me Hotsa'ah. Oh, if that's the question, Rabbi Zerah, you had a good question. Why did Rabbi Yohanan say the Ma'arakha, the Zar sets up his Hayav, Ayesar Avodah Tamah? So Kamzik Yabran says, 
Now, we're just going to, in the Gemara's Lashon, we're going to prove to you that Terumat Adishin is considered the beginning of the daily service. The Amar of Yohanan, Kedesh Yadav Terumat Adishin. We learned this several times already. If a, the Kohen washed his hands and feet for the Terumat Adishin, which is done at night, the Mahar Eno Sarik Kaddish. In the morning, he doesn't have to wash his hands again. Why? Shekevar Kedesh Mithalat Avodah. Because already he, he, he washed at the beginning of the service. So you see, Trimat Adishin is really connected to the morning service, not to Hotsat Adishin. That's what's considered Avodat Tamah. Masha'enken over here, the Ma'arachah is followed by something that's connected to it. And what is that? Shinigiz Li'atim. It's an Avodah Shesh Ahreah Avodah. So that's what the Gibran says, Ela Kasha. Right? So we have a question. The Bizarre's question is a question. You want to answer? Okay, like we learned that what change it to avodat tam and of course that is indeed avodat That's why the zar is going to be hayav. So the result of the ikad de amri is the same result of the. First Ashon. Bottom line, we're both we're changing the Yohanan statement from Zar Shisidir Tamaracha to Zar Shisidir Shenegizire Etzim. So comes the Gemara and says, Matkif la Rava. Right now Rava has a question. Which means now from here on to the end of the Gemara, it's similar to the first Ashon. The first Ashon also Rava had a question. What's Rava's question here? According to what you're telling me, pious, it should need a pious. Which means any Avodah is considered Avodah Tamah is a significant service. If it's a significant service, there should be a special pious for Shinei Gizri Now, if you remember, when we learned in our Mishnah, one of the uh, 13 was not Shinei Gizri in the second pious, one of the 13, th- 13 servants they raffled off was not Shinigiz Re'etzim. So they're asking a question, why not? Kibra says, Velo ba'ya pious? What do you mean? You don't think it needs a pious? That Tanya, we learned to the Brayta. Mi shezacha betrumat adeshin yizkeh besidush shinigiz Re'etzim. What are you talking about? It does have a pious. We learned above that the pious that was made for trumat adeshin would include shinigiz Re'etzim. So Rabbi, what's your question? Oh, it should have a pious. Don't you remember? It does have a pious. Now, Haki Ka'amah. Yefaisula b'fne'atzma. His question is, it should have its own pious. I mean, that Tamah is significant. What are you connecting it to Tumat Adishin? Let it have its own pious. The Kamara says, what are you talking about? Kedamrinan. Like we said above. What did we say above? We said above that the reason why they connected it to the Turumat Adeshin was because the people, the Kwanim, stopped coming for the pious of Turumat Adeshin. So you needed to make an incentive. So what was the incentive? You added to the lottery of the Turumat Adeshin, Shneki Ziri'atim. So what do you mean? We gave you the reason why you couldn't put it to its own pious, which means really technically it would have been its own pious. But what? We're not for the fact that the Kohanim stopped coming for the pious of Trumat Adeshin, so we had no choice but to link the Trumat Adeshin with the Shinei Gezireh Etzim. Okay, that's the understanding that we have. Now we're learning it uh, according to mostly Shonim that have this Kida Amrinan. Others uh, have the word, the Ma'arshaz Goreh Sovir, Ela Kida Amrinan. Now, you see that dollar over there? You see that Dalit Masurta Tashasi adds the word Ela. Now Ela usually is a rejection, and a rejection would go back to the first Lashon, which means he's learning this question over here, breaks the whole sugya. Meaning, what do you mean? If you're telling me that the Shnei Gizreyatim, and Shnei Gizreyatim, if Tam is considered Avodatamah, so then the Chaura, it should uh, be, have its uh, own pious. So therefore, you can't tell me that And therefore, because You have to go back to what we said above me. You have to go back to the first nashon, and you have to tell me that the, uh, the like like we learned above, which means according to this way of the Tosafot that's learning that he's saying that when the Gemara asked Rava, oh v'yafisula b'fne atzma. I, if you're telling me that it's considered Abu Tamah, it should have its own lottery. 
So that question causes a rejection to the Holy Kada Amri. Elaha, that Gersaz Tosfot as well, Kimimra, like we said above. Meaning, you have to say the reason why the Shinegi Zireh Aitzim, if Azal did it as Hayab Mita, is not because it's Avodat Tamah. Ela because it's what? Avodat Yom. And Avodat Yom is subject to Hazar being Hayab Mita. How come you can't ask a question? Right? On that Kirsa, on that Kirsa, ask. They should have its own pious. Tosfot clearly speaks out because you do find that there are Avodat Yoms, other Avodat Yom that are not subject to its own pious. So that's not a question. But Avodat Tamah. It deserves its own pious. So therefore that's the, the two different girsaot or the two different mahalchim that we have in this Gemara. Either the Gemara is keeping the Ikada Amri and it's just saying, oh you know why we don't have its own pious? We would have its own pious. It's just that we had to put it to the Turumat because of an issue that we have with Turumat Adeshin. Right? Because no one was coming up for the lottery. Or do you say no? The Gemara is saying, Ela, you're right. If it's Avodat Tamah, it has to have its own bias. And the fact that we see it doesn't, so that that's not the reason the Zahra is Hayab. The Zahra must be Hayab because of Avodat Yom. Comes the Gemara and continues. The Memra, do you mean to tell me the Avodat Tamah, the Zahra Hayab Alea Mita? Ba'ya pious. You tell me if you have these two factors, you get a pious. Number one, if it's avodat tamah, and number two, if it's, therefore zar is going to be hayab mita on it. If he doesn't, so if you have those two factors, it gets a pious. And zar hayab alei mita lo ba'ya pious. But if zar is not going to be hayab mita, you're not going to get a pious. But it's shechita. Back to that question. Shechita, zar can do the shechita, and still we gave a. Pious to it. One of the first of the thirteen was Mishachet. Gemara answers Shani Shaita Dithilat Avodadi Mamahi. Shaita is different. Shaita, even though there's no Hayyub Mita by Azar, on the contrary, if Azar is Shaita, it's okay, but since it's the beginning service of the whole Olah process, so we put a pious. It's almost Kavod for the Shaita. So that's an exception to the rule. Even though Azar is not Hayab, it made a pious on it. The Memra, the Avodah Tamah Ba'ay Pious. Avodah Shish Ahari Avodah Lo Ba'ay Pious. Do you mean to tell me that only Avodah Tamas get a pious, but an avodah that's filed by an avodah doesn't get a pious. What about evarim uvdarim? Which means the bones. The bones and limbs that are burnt on the mizbeach. It's not avodah tamas, the Gemara is asking, because it's followed by terumat addition. Terumat addition was not considered sof avodah. It's not considered avodah tamas. Gemara's answer, sof avodah dimamahi. Like we answered. Evarim uvdarim is considered the end of the service of the day, it's not connected to what's after it. What do you mean? Trumat addition is a, uh, which is taking the ashes away from the Mizmeyah. And therefore, Trumat addition, we want to consider it not Avodah Tamah. Why is it not Avodah Tamah? So Tosfot explains this question like this. What do you mean? Turumat Adeshin is not considered Avodat Why not? Because sometimes it's followed by Hotza'ah. Granted. Even though we learned earlier that it's not always followed by Hotza'at Adeshin. However, a rule to be considered Avodat it has to be a final service always. And since we find sometimes that it is followed by Hotza'at Adeshin, so the Gemara's question is, how could you make its own pious for Trumat Adeshin? it's not considered Avodat Tamah. Gemara's answer, Mishum Shaya. Because you're right. From that standpoint, it shouldn't have its own pious. And what's the only reason why it has a pious Trumat Adeshin? For the Maaseh. What was the Maaseh? When the Kwanim were running up to Mizbayah, and it led to violence, and it led to uh, the Kwanim fighting with each other. That's the only reason why they made a pious. She's really according to the Gemara, Trumat Adeshin does not deserve a pious on its own, because it's not would not be considered Avodah Tamah. Amar Morzutra. Vetima Rab Ashe. Afana Nametanina. We also learned this in a Braita. What do you mean? We're trying to prove uh, 
now that what that sidur gezirim is considered avodatama, which means if you remember we had a machloket as well on dafkav dalar amud bet is sidur shene gezirim it seem avodatama or not? According to Rabbi Yochanan and our Gemara, clearly he's saying it's avodatama, and therefore if Azar does it, he's going to be hayav mita, right? Because avodatama. Above, we learned that Rav held it's not considered avodatama because he learned that the shnei zirim is followed by putting the bones of the olah on the mizbeach, so it's connected to that. So therefore, he held that a zar puts up the shnei zirim. There's no hayub mita. So the Gemara wants to bring a brayta to support Rabbi Yochanan that indeed shnei zirim is avodatama. What's the proof? Gemara says, Af anana mitanina. The administrator in the Beit HaMikdash would say to the Kohanim, Go out and see, Go outside and see if the Shehita, the time of the Shehita arrived. Which means, go see if it's the morning, if it's Alot HaShahar, if it's time to do the Shehita. The Ilu, Zeman Sidur Gezire Etzim, Loketani. But it did not say, Go see if it's morning in order to go do the mitzvah of What's the proof? Look at Rashi. It must be that the Shnegizirim is considered a service at night. It's not considered connected to what's done in the morning. Which means for the fact that the Quranim would only say, see if it's morning for the Shaita. Implying that what? That when is the Gizirah Atsim done? How come it say, see if it's morning you can do the Shnei Gizirah Atsim? Ella must be what? Must be the Shnei Gizirah Atsim must have been done at night. And therefore you consider it the end of the service of the night of the setting up of the ma'arakha. You set up the ma'arakha, then you put the two woods, and therefore it's considered sof avodah of the layla. Also that's a proof to the Yohanan that says what? It is indeed avodah tamah. Because if it was connected to the morning service, wouldn't the Quranim say, check if it's morning for the shahita, and you know what? Check if it's morning so you can do the shnei gizireh, it seems. That would connect... Shnegiz they seem to the stuff that follows it in the day. Because the putting the bones on the Mizbayah, meaning for the Qurban Allah can only be done in the day. So if you consider it a day item, then you can come along and say Yesha Hariah. Because it's connected to the things that follow it during the day. But if you consider it a night item, so therefore it's mashma, it's the end of the service of the night, not connected to what's taking place the next day. And how do we prove this? So the fact that the administrator would announce, see if it's daylight for the Shahita. The fact that it says, see if it's daylight for the Shnei it seems, you see what? Must be, must be that it was, it's done by night. As it is done by night, must be considered a, uh, uh, um, an Avodah Tamah. Meaning it's, it means it's not an Avodah, it's not an Avodah, it's not an Avodah. The Kibbaz answer to that is, Like we answered above. She knows the difference. By the shi'ita, you know why we announce it? The shi'ita way announced it because if he makes a mistake and shu'ita before the time, before alot shahar there's no takana. The Quran is pasul. Mashi'inkin, I really tell you, shnegi it seems also in the day. The only part you don't have to announce it to make sure, because even if you put it on as well before the time, just take it off and put it back on. So you have no raya that by the fact that they didn't announce it as dafka at night. Now, it should be pointed out that the Ritba over here has a very strong question. The question he has over here is how could you tell me how could you tell me I just thought it's this question as well how could you tell me that you had a half a minute that Shnei Gizirin was done at night. I think about myself, the fact that it didn't announce it, must be it was done at night. So the Tosafot is, it clearly says by Shnei Gizirin Etzim, Babokir Babokir. Which is mashma, it's done in the day. 
So what was the Hava Amina to think that you could do Shnegi Zirei Itzim Balayla? So Tosfot says that since it says Boker, Boker twice, if you remember we added the Rasha above, it's Bokroshen Layla. The double Boker would have put you back. So I would have thought maybe the Boker Boker means do it uh, at night. Kamash Malan, no. That way I could tell you, no, maybe Boker Boker means really the day. And therefore the reason why they didn't announce it is just because it's fixable. The Itle Takanta. Okay, and we finished the Perik, Hadran Alach Barishona. Perik Shilishi. And we start the Mishnah. Amar Lahem Amimune. We go back to the service in the Beit HaMikdash. That she says, who's this Mimuneh? The Segan. That is the vice Kohen. Amar Lema Mimuneh. Se'u ur'u imigia zeman ashehita. Good. This was done every day. Go out and see, go to the roof, and see if the time of the shehita has come. Imigia, if the time of Alot HaShachar of Dawn has come, Haro'e Omer Barkai. So the fellow that's looking at the sky says Barkai, meaning it is indeed light. Rashi says Barkai Lashon Sohar. And that's a Lashon of brightness. And he quotes some Pesukim in Yehazkel and Tehilim that you see the usage of that word. Matya bin Shemuel Omer, Matya bin Shemuel says, He'ir pene chola mezrah ad shebihabron. So Matya ben uh, Shemuel says that the fellow on the roof would say that the entire eastern sky has lit up all the way to Hebron. That's a mahlokan amongst the Rishonim. Is he just coming to add to what the uh, seer said? Or is he coming to argue? Two different shittot. In any event, clearly he would add all the way to Hebron. And he would respond, Hen, yes. The Gemara is going to ask, who responds? The guy on the roof or the guy below? The Gemara is going to give us two different options how to explain the who Omer, Hen. And he says, yes. Why do they even have to have somebody check out the sky before they do the Shaita? Because one time the moonlight was a very strong moonlight. So they thought it was actually dawn. And because of that, they slaughtered the tamid. And then once they slaughtered it, they had no choice but to bring it to the beta serifah because it was pasul. So therefore, they had to make a system of announcing it to make sure they don't make a mistake. Now, we go back to the service of Yom Kippur. Which means after... Uh, the Terumat uh, was done in the morning they would take the Kohen Gadol and they would bring him to the Beit HaTevila Ze'aklal this is the rule Hayab HaMikdash Kol HaMesach Et Raglav anybody that went to the bathroom and moved his bowels in the Beit HaMikdash meaning Kohen Ta'un Tevila so mesach raglayim is ta'un tevila. Now why is that considered moving the bowels? Mesach literally means to cover. So the Mephashim explained that when a person is squatting, if he's wearing, let's say, a tunic, what happens? The tunic covers uh, his front, his knees. When he's standing, it's, let's say, up to his knees, let's say, or below his knees, right? When you squat, it covers all the way down. So therefore, they call it mesach. Right? The position that covers. Now, vecholam matil ma'im, Anybody that urinates, ta'un kiddush yadayim v'raglayim. You don't need mikveh, you just need kiddush yadayim v'raglayim. From the kiyor, as she says. Now, the question is, well, let's read that she for a second. Mesach et raglav, nekavim ha-gedolim. V'nashom mesach kemo ilana mesach al-ares, a tree that is uh, hovering over the ground. Lefish yatzlik lekavim gedolim, korea al-birkav u-mechase gufo et raglav. So also he's squatting down so that she's saying his body is covering not only his two clothes but his body is covering his his legs when he's squatting so therefore it's considered mesech like a tree that its um, branches are hovering over the ground that's what it's called mesech now the question is why why would one need a tevila and one just need kiddush yadayim v'raglayim so the Rishonim discussed this over here 
The Rishonim say the following. Tosfot Yishanim says that Mesach Raglav is davar ma'us me'od. That's considered disgusting. So it needs a mikveh. Aval atalat ma'im ena me'usak kol kach. Good. The Me'iri says, Mesach Raglav hasheshu shema nisharat so'a al besaro. You're worried that he might have so'a on his basar. Umatil ma'im hasheshu de nitzotzot de nitazim al laglav. But on uh, the Kiddush Adai, Kiddush Adai would help for uh, the Nitzotzot. Harambam writes, if a person was Mesech Raglav, he moved his bowels, Velo Tabal, Harezim Mechalil Avodah. It's already Halul Avodah, it's Mashma, that's already a Deen, the Oraita. Okay, comes the Gemara and says, Tanya, the B Ishmael Omer, Barak Barkai. Now we're just going to give different versions of what the seer on the roof would say. So the Bishmael says Barak Barkai. He's the author of Al Mishnah, obviously. When Al Mishnah said Barkai, it was just saying it in the short version, but really it's Barak Barkai. It's a you know the more expansive way of saying it. Rabbi Akiva Amir, Allah Barkai. The glow of the sky has risen. That she says that all these opinions are giving a shi'ud later than the first, than the earlier one. So according to the Akiva, it's ala barkai, it's lighter, it's a later time. Nehuma ben afkishion omer, af barkai bihabron. It even got light to Hebron. Matya ben Shemuel, hamimuneh ala payasot omer. He was in charge of the payasot, like we know the Masichet Shekalim. He was in charge of the lotteries. The entire eastern sky has lit up. So again, again, according to Rashi, this would be a later time. Now again, obviously probably talking a matter of seconds and minutes between these opinions. Meaning it's so light outside, people are starting to go to work. So the Gibra says, no tuba. It's very light. What do you need to see you for? I need a guy to go up to the roof to tell me that it's light enough that people are going to work. Isn't that obvious? So he goes, no, liskor poalim kamrinan. No, which is the people in Hebron already. They're going out to hire workers, which means the uh, employers would go out early in the when it's still dark to go find some workers for the day's work. So therefore, the score pa'alim, therefore it was still dark, so he needed the uh, seer on the roof to give the, uh, the okay. Amar of Safra, Safra taught, Selote de Avraham, the prayer of Avraham Abinu, this is referring to the prayer of Minha, that Avraham Abinu prayed, Mechi Meshachre Kotle, the prayer starts when the walls start becoming black. What does that mean? What does that mean? Look at Rashi. Seloted Avraham, Tefilat Ha'arev Shelo, that's Mena Arbaimi, Tefilat Mencha, Mechim Shahre Kotle, Homot Aponot Le Mizrach, the walls that face east, Shilbinu Manet Sa'ma, that were whitened at sunrise, because the sun is reflecting off the eastern walls, right? And it shines on the walls. But at the beginning of the seventh hour, which is exactly 12 o'clock midday, when the sun is overhead, where is the sun now? It's on the thickness of the top of the wall. It's not causing a... Um, it's, it's causing a shadow. There's going to be a darkness on the wall itself. Which is, when the, wall is, when the sun is on the east, so therefore it's causing the rays to go on the wall. Now, as it moves to the center of the sky, now it's just overhead, so it just causes the sun to be on the thickness of the top of the wall. But what? The shadow is going to be on the wall itself. So therefore, when did Avraham Avinu pray Minha? It's about 12 o'clock, beginning of the 7th hour. Midday, Mechi Meshachre Kotle. When the walls became darkened. Right? That's the Gebarah's uh, statement. So the Gebarah says, Amar of Yosef. So the Gebarah is trying to say, therefore we should learn from there, to pray at 
12 o'clock. Mincha, 12 o'clock. Mechim is kotle. So Amar of Yosef, Anan ma'avraham nikum v'nigmor? You want us to come and learn from Avraham Abinu? Which means his question was, quoted Ashi, is it possible for us to be as zariz as Avraham Abinu? And Avraham Abinu would do the mitzvot at the first time possible. You're asking us to be like Avraham, to do the mitzvot uh, so quickly? The way the Mephashim, I'm reading Tosfoy Yishanim, Perush miyuchal lemaher kemoto. Who's able to do the mitzvot so quickly like he's able to? Like that's the way that she learned as well. And someone is saying, how could you learn from Abraham Abinu anything? It's called the Matan Torah. Abraham Abinu can teach us halakha. This was before the Torah was given. How could you learn a time to pray minha from him? So the Gibraltar says, Amar Abba, Tana gamar ma'avraham, va'anan lo gamlinan mine. Told it. We have a Tana that learns halakot from Abraham Abinu. And you're not going to learn from him? But what do we learn from Abraham? Detanya, because we have a Braita. And on the eighth day, you have to do a circumcision. The whole day is kasher for mitzvot. So what? People that are zaris, people that are zealous, they magdim and they do the mitzvah earlier. When Abraham wanted to do the akedat yitzhak, he could have done it whenever he wanted. When did he do it? Baboka, so you learn the concept of Zirizim, which means the Gebra is trying to say, what are you talking about? We do learn concept from Avraham Abinu. As a matter of fact, what do we learn from Avraham? We learn the concept of Zirizim, Magdimim, the Mitzvot. So therefore, when uh, Rabbi Yosef asked this question, can we learn from Avraham Abinu? Yeah, yeah, we do learn Zirizim from Avraham Abinu. You were asking, how could you, are we expect to be as Zariz as Avraham? That's where she learned the question. Right? How can you expect us to be as Zariz as Avraham? The Gebra says, as a matter of fact, we do learn to do from Rabbi Abinu. Specifically by the Brit Milah that what? They have to do it at the proper time, which means early in the morning. So now the question is then, what was Rabbi Yosef saying? So it says, El Amar Rabbi Yosef His question was like this. Not that he doesn't want to learn from Avraham Abinu, but he wants to say, how could you tell me that the earliest time from Rechaz 12 o'clock? I'm going to show you from a situation in the Beit HaMikdash that the earliest time that they would bring the Qurban Tamid Shil Ben Agarbaim was 12.30. Now we know that Tamid Shil Ben Agarbaim is Keneged Mincha. So if it's Keneged Mincha, how can you tell me Beit HaMikdash 12.30 if you tell me Avram did it at 12? Where do you see that they brought the Qurban Tamid Shil Ben Agarbaim to the Mikdash at 12.30? It's Shabbat. We know this in Masikhet Pesachim as well. If let's say Erev Pesach fell out on a Friday, Mishchat Peshesh Umehsa, you slaughter the Korban Pesach at six and a half hours. That would be at 11.30. Vekarev Besheva Umehsa. Just one uh, correction to the sugya that we discussed. Certainly, Avraham Abinu prayed according to our Gemara, B'tchilat Sheva, like that she says, which is 12 o'clock. The Gemara's question from the Beit HaMikdash by Erev Pesach, with the Qurban Pesach, was that it says on Erev Pesach, Shabbat, they slaughtered it at six and a half, meaning six and a half hours in the day, which would be 12.30. Six and a half is 12.30. So the Gemara is saying, why? Why they have to slaughter it at 12.30? The Chavra, they could have done it at 12. That's when the walls become darkened. And the afternoon Qurban is Keneged. So therefore, the Chaura, why uh, do we not learn from Avraham Abinu? So the Gemara says, no. Could be that the walls of the Beit HaMikdash didn't get darkened until 12.30 because of the configuration. They were narrow on top and wide on the bottom. So again, when it says Shesh Vahetzi in Masichet Pesachim, the Gemara, it's referring to 12.30. Of course, Sheva Mechsa would be the seven would be one third, that's when they actually brought the Qurban, and that's when the Gemara Zlashon is at Shesh Vachetzi, the walls became dark, and it means at 12.30. What are they asking? What are you talking about? Bring the Qurban Tamid on Erev Pesach, bring it, bring it when the wall becomes dark. When does the wall become dark? At 12. 
So what are you talking? So that's his question. How are you telling me that Avraham Abinu was prayed mincha which is the seventh hour? We know in the Beit Hamikdash that they didn't bring the, the earliest they brought the Kurban Tamid was what at twelve thirty. Well, it's half hour later. Uh, why did they bring it a half hour earlier? So the Gemara says, Michael Shaft. That's your question. What, 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 what's your question? Gemara is going to give uh, three answers. Number one, the Dilma. Maybe the walls of the Beit HaMikdash did not become shadowy until the, the, uh, the um, six and a half hours. Mishum, which means, and therefore they could not bring the Qurban until after that. Mishum What does that mean? The walls of the Beit HaMikdash were not straight walls. The walls of the Beit HaMikdash were narrow on top and they widened on the bottom. And therefore the Gemara is saying it took a little longer for the uh, walls to become dark. dark. If you have a straight wall, fine. But if the walls are narrow on top so the sun shines on it for a little longer. So therefore you could not bring it until uh, 12.30. So you had the extra half hour. Look at Rashi. That the walls were not straight. Meaning, in order to get the wall to be darkened, even when it's straight over at 12 o'clock, it's still going to be sunny. Because, again, the top of the wall is narrow. So therefore, it's got to move to the west a little. Once it moves a little to the west, then you have the shade on the wall. When does it move to the west? 12.30. 12 o'clock is directly overhead. So therefore, in the Khanami, the real time for Minha would be at 12. But what? Beit HaMikdash. You're following the walls of the Beit HaMikdash. Well, the Beit HaMikdash walls do not become dark until a little after that. Iname, second answer. Shani Avraham, de'etstegninut gedola ha'ita belibo. Second answer, Avraham Abinu was an expert in astrology. As Rashi points out, that when it says, Hashem berachet Abraham bakol, the bakol that God blessed Abraham was what? That he was an expert in the uh, constellations and all that stuff. And the Gemara even says in a different place that all the kings of the West used to come to his, and the West and the East used to come to Avraham Abinu to ask him questions on the mazalot. Which is trying to say over here, most people do not know exactly when that time is 12 o'clock. And that's why we really pray Mincha at 12.30, so we're clear that we have the right time. Because once you see the sun to the west, you know already it's Mincha. But Abraham Adinu was an expert in the Mazalot, and he knew exactly, exactly when the time of the sun being overhead, and therefore he was able to pray at that time. But in the Beit HaMikdash, we had to go 12.30. That's the Gemara's second answer. So there's a big difference between the first answer and the second answer. The first answer is holding no. Everybody can go at 12. It's just that the walls were different. Second answer is no, no, no. The 12 o'clock was specifically for Avraham Abinu. Because he was an expert in the Mazalot. Iname, third answer. Mishum dezaken v'yoshev v'yishiba haba. Avraham Abinu was a scholar. He was a Tamid Hakam. And he was Yoshev v'yishiba. Which means, what is this... Uh, Answer trying to say, so he was a scholar. So he had the chokmah. So either it's saying that he derived the si'atah uh, to know exactly when the time was, not because he was an expert, let's say, necessarily in astrology, because he was a tamir hakam that sat in the yeshiva, so therefore God gave him the ability to know exactly when the proper time to pray menha um, was, maybe exactly at 12. Others answer... Others give a different answer to what this answer is saying. Avravinu was careful to pray at the earliest time possible. He was a very zariz. Why? Because he was a ken v'yoshev v'yeshiva. And since he was a great tamid hakam scholar, so he was like me to pray bidiyuk at the first time possible. But us, that were not at the level of Avravinu's piety, so therefore we pray uh, a little later. But he was a ken v'yeshiva. He was meticulous to pray at the right time. Now, how do you know he was a ken v'yoshev v'yeshiva, that he was a scholar that sat in yeshiva? Ta'amar b'chama b'chalina, mimehem shel avotenu lo persha yeshiva mehem. 
from the time of our forefathers, they always studied in yeshiva. How do we know? They were in Egypt, there was a yeshiva. God tells Moshe, go gather the zekenim. Whenever it says the word zekenim, it means tamid ha'achamim. That means it must have been tamid ha'achamim in Egypt. Where were the tamid ha'achamim? They were studying in yeshiva. Hayuba midbar, yeshiva ha'amahim. They're in the midbar, yeshiva. Shene'emar is fa'li shiv'im ish b'zikne Yisrael. God tells Moshe, gather me the 70 elders. Zekenim. Avraham Abinu zaken v'yoshev v'yoshiva. Avraham Abinu zaken v'yoshev v'yoshiva. Shene'emar, Avraham zaken ba'abayamim. Zaken is zeshekana chokmah. It's an abbreviation. Zeshekana chokmah. Tamir Agam. Yitzhak Abinu zaken v'yoshev v'yoshiva. Yitzhak Abinu studied in yeshiva. Shene'emar v'yiki zaken Yitzhak. So Yitzhak is also called a Zaken. Zen Shekana Chokmah. Yaakov Abinu Zaken V'yoshev V'yeshivaya. Yaakov Abinu also sat in the How do we know Shunaymar? Ve'ainei Yisrael Kavedu Mizokin. The eyes of Yaakov became heavy blind. Mizokin meaning from learning. From the studying of the Torah. Also I was a Tamir HaKam that studied. Eliezer Eben Avraham Zaken V'yoshev V'yeshivaya. Even Eliezer, the servant of Avraham, was a Tamir HaKam that sat in Yeshiva. Shunaymar. Vayomer Avraham El Avdo Zekan Beto. What does he call it? The Ezer Zekan. That's the key word. Zekan Zeshekana Rokma. Hamoshel Bechol Hashelo. That controlled everything of Avraham Abinu. So the Kabbalah says, What does it mean? He controlled everything of Avraham Abinu. Amar Bi Eli Ezer Shemoshel Betorat Rabbo. He ruled over his rabbi's Torah, meaning Avraham Abinu gave Eli Ezer permission to give over his Torah to others, which is he was Moshel. God gave it, at the end of it was His. You can say over my Devret Torah to others. Means not only Abraham gave Shi'urim to the students, but in the eyes of Abraham also would give Devret Torah from the Torah that he heard from his rabbi. He owned it, so to speak. He was Moshe, he dominated it. He was able to give it over to others. Who Damascus in the eyes of Eliezer? Eliezer is called Damascus. Eliezer from Damascus, literally. Amr bin Azad, Shedoneu Mashkim Torah he learns the word Damesik is Rashi Tevot, is a, is a, is a uh, pneumonic. Dole Umashke. He would draw from the wellsprings of his master and he would give to drink to others. What is he giving to drink? To the Torah. Dole Umashke. So the Ezra himself was a, he was a Tamir Hakam. Amar Rav, Kiyem Avram Abinu Kola Torah Kula. Avram Abinu kept the whole Torah even before it was given. Shnei Amar. Ekev Asher Shama Avraham Bekoli. It says in the Pasuk, Because Avraham listened to my voice, Vayishmor Mishmarti Mitzvotai, Hukotai, Vetorotai. So you see, he kept the Hukim, he kept the Mishpatim, he kept the Torot, he kept the Torah before it was even given. Amar le Rav Shimi Bar Haya le Rav, Ve'em Asheva Mitzvot. Maybe he only kept the Sheva Mitzvot. Who told you he kept the whole Torah? Maybe he just kept the seven Noachai laws. Well, we know he kept more than the Sheva Mitzvot because then he do a Brit Milah. That's not one of the seven Mitzvot. So the is fine. The Emma Sheva Mitzvot Umila. Maybe he kept the seven Mitzvot plus Milah. Imken Mitzvotai Vetorotai Lamali. But the Pasuk says, Vayishmon Mishpatim Mitzvotai. My Mitzvot, and it says Torotai. My Torot. So from the words Mitzvot and Torot, it's much my kept more than the seven Mitzvot and Milah. Amar, what's that lashon? They change it to Amar Rava. Betim Arab Ashe. Kiyem Avram Abinu Afilu Erubet Tavshilim. Avram Abinu not only did he keep all the laws of the Torah, but he even kept the rabbinic laws, the Eruv Tavshilim, which we make before the holiday, which allows us to cook from Yom Tov to Shabbat. He also did Eruv Tavshilim. Shnei Amar Torotai. It says Avram kept two Torot, not only one Torah. What's the two Torot? Ahat Torah Shebekhtav, Ahat Torah Shebekhtav. He not only kept the written law, but he also kept the oral law. And what's the oral law in this case over here? It's the, uh, that she says, it's the Takanat Sofrim. That's the Takanat Hakamim that they eventually were going to be Mitaken. So you see, Avraminu also kept what? Eruv Tavshirin. Now there's a famous Gaon Mevilna. On this Gemara, is ready to say over, and we'll conclude with this. The Gaon the Vilna says that why did they pick Eruv Tavshirin out of all the mitzvot that Avraham could have fulfilled? So he says, really, there was a taut in this Gemara. 
really in the original print, it was probably written that Avraminu kept the whole Torah, even Ayin Taf. They just wrote that Shetevot. And the uh, ones that printed the Shahs, they assumed Ayin Taf, Eruf Tafshilin. But they were wrong. The Ayin Taf really stands for Afilu Eruf Tehumin. Even the law of how far you're allowed to walk on Shabbat. Now, Gaon says, why is that better? Why is Eruf Tehumin better? He says, because they're doreshing it from the Pasuk. What did the Pasuk say? Ekev Asher Shama Avram Bekoli. What is Ekev? Ekev is a heel. Which is the Gemara is trying to hint to that he kept the mitzvot that he even are dependent on walking. Which is he even kept the Ruvetim. That's why he chose Ruvetim. Because it had an indication from the Pasuk of Ekev. Now there's a fantastic Tosfot Zekini, Mibale Tosafot on this piece over here that says all different Mahalach in the Gemara. That he says, Eruv Tafshilin does not mean Eruv Tafshilin. It means he did not mix milk and meat. Eruv Tafshilin. He did not mix two Tafshilin, meaning Basar and Hala. Meaning, not only didn't he eat it, because from the Torah, there's an Isut, let's say, to, uh, to cook it. But you're allowed to put it on the same table. You're allowed to, you know, have them together. You're allowed to have milk uh, after meat, according to the Torah. I remember was even the rabbinic laws. Even on Eruv Tafshilin, he would not mix at all the milk and meat. So those are different opinions. Now, we should point out that in the previous Gemara, when we said, Abraham Avinu may pray to Filat Menha, obviously you're all asking the same question in your minds. What do you mean? I thought Yitzhak Avinu was the one that was metakin, minha. Why are we giving Avram the credit? So the Tosfot Masek Berachot asked this question. One of the Tosfot's answers, you're right. Avram only prayed minha after Yitzhak was metakinit. Oh, so then why do you give uh, the credit? Give me the credit uh, to Yitzhak. So, so the Fashim say, and the Benishai brings down, since Avram Avinu was metakin, the concept of tefillah, so all the tefillot are called on his name. Baruch